Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas area. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Talk Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now Gregory Muncy with Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday here on the van, 92.7. And uh, we'd like to thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast live high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saga Talk. We've got a great show ahead for us today. I um, uh, want to let you know that we've got a great uh, co-host. We've got great guests. It's the best show going around town. Uh, 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 our co-host, I'll introduce in a minute, but we've also got Fred Boltman. He's from the Red Horse Center for Collaborative Leadership. We'll also have Stephen Thomas with Stogie's Cigar Shop. And then finally, Ron Levine from Investment Classics. We visited his shop yesterday and really had a great time. Uh, but before we go any further, we'd like to thank our sponsors because without them, this isn't possible. Like to thank Charming Sagatuck Rentals with three beautiful rentals here in the Sagatuck Douglas area. Just check out their Facebook page at Charming Sagatuck Rentals. We'd also like to thank the Interurban. They're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Sagatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. And they'll pick you up where you're at, take you where you want to go all around the area. Just give them a call. Tell Phyllis Eif that Gregory sent you. It's 269-857-1418. Also would like to thank Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where I will be tomorrow creating floral designs, giving Jean the day off, a much-needed day off. We've been very busy in the flower shop lately. And, of course, Mill Pond Realty. You want to find out how much your home is worth? Call Laura Durham. She's the one most rooted in the area, and she really knows, she really knows this community. And she, know, she knows the ins and outs of house buying and, uh, and, and investments. So give her a call at 269-857-1477. And uh, this morning we've got a lot to talk about. It's just after 7 a.m., it's a cool 48 degrees, and I expect today's high to reach around 55 today, but the rain is out of the way, and uh, it has been, uh, actually with the rain yesterday, it was still busy in town, and uh, had the opportunity to uh, check out the art show over at Capizo Gallery from our guests last week. They had a great showing there at the uh, Capizo Gallery on Blue Star Highway from the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. Huge turnout. It was packed. And, uh, and, uh, and well, you know what? Let's not waste any time because we've got a uh, busy show ahead of us. Let's get that disco ball down. And look who I've got in the house today. It's the mayor of Douglas. He's also a comedian. But probably, probably good to be a comedian and the mayor. He has a sense of humor. 
in these small towns. Welcome to the show, Jerry Donovan. Greetings, one and all. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks to the show. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, you were at, um, uh, you're the mayor of the Douglas here. I am the mayor of Douglas, Michigan. Our sister city right next door. So many great things, great galleries, great restaurants. And uh, you guys have really been developing over there lately. Um, and I uh, want to get caught up with everything Douglas. But let's ask you a couple questions. You're also a comedian. As well, correct? I am. And uh, you had a show last night? Uh, well, actually, this weekend was chocked full of activity. I was at the patio bar in Norton Shores on Friday night. Uh-huh. Um, doesn't that sound very, you know, yeah. cool? Patio bar, yeah, Norton patio Shores. Bar. Yeah, that's cool. It's none of that. It's <laughs> like literally the most dive place I've ever done. It's uh, more divey than, than uh, the sandbar? Oh, Lord. Makes sandbar look like a five-star hotel like the Taj Mahal uh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> it was you know uh when they're going to remodel they're simply going to spackle up the bullet holes yeah. uh I kid <laughs> it, it was great great people but uh-huh. they are in the bar world you would call it a rustic charmer okay <laughs> and uh so that was Friday night and last night was uh Westphalia Michigan West where Westphalia failure yep failure never heard of that town uh, well, their football team is rock solid. Oh, okay. They, they play Saugatuck all the time in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it was the cleanest downtown I've seen in Michigan. Really? I'm not kidding, man. This place was spotless. Huh. And a uh, little bar, Miss Schaefer's Bar, uh-huh. and uh, did that. Uh, Westphalia is 25 miles north and west of Lansing. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm hitting the big time now, man. The career's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've really enjoyed your shows. Um, I know you've done many shows over the years throughout oh. the Lakeshore area. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you, you, you enlist and hire the best comedians around. You're also a pretty good comedian yourself. Sometimes I, I laugh. I try. <laughs> I try. Uh, Jerry, you're also the mayor of Douglas. When did that happen? Uh, November. Uh, last November, last, so you're last the November. newly elected mayor, and so what does that entail? Do you do a lot of baby kissing and no, shaking of the hands? No, the- I, I haven't done ribbon cuttings or, yeah. or baby kissing or yeah. you know parade marshalling. I haven't done any of that. When I'm I, down to the you know we do the nitty gritty. Yeah. So. When when I facilitated uh, grand openings, I always called on the Douglas mayor or the Saugatuck mayor with the big scissors. And the, I am available. Okay, all right. Haven't had, had haven't had an opportunity yet. We'll call City Hall. Give Jerry a call. There you go. <laughs> For all your grand openings, um, uh, Jerry, you also have a boat uh, over in Tower mm-hmm. Marine. I do. The Two. new the new Tower Marine. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, they, of course, we all know here in town that they've got new owners. Yep. And um, and uh, you were out on the boat last night, were you? I was. Nice. I was. Very nice. Actually, I don't want to brag. I have two boats. I have the houseboat and then a pontoon boat. Wow. Wow. Floating floating cabin, cottage, and then uh, the pontoon just to tool around on. Wow. Being the mayor of Douglas really pays good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. uh, $37.50 a week. And I don't mean thirty seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, I mean I thirty seven dollars yeah. and fifty cents for those keeping score at home. Right, right. Um, and uh, they're at Tower Marine. Are they keeping? Is the new business keeping the name Tower Marine? Yeah, officially, it's Safe Harbor Tower Marine. Oh, okay. So that that'll be that's their brand, Safe right. Harbor. 
And right. so that this is Tower Marine. You know, uh, word was all abuzz before the sale. And uh, they had closed down the Red Dock. Tony they, Amato they and did. Donna, they had closed down the Red Dock. And to much dismay to everybody, I mean, everybody was upset. It's a local go-to. They've been there, what, 25 years or something like that, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Tony was loved by all the community, uh, and uh, and make great sandwiches. A great place to dock your boat, and, and in fact, I understand it's really the only uh, bar that's like that on Lake Kalamazoo, um, where you can pull your boat up like that and mm-hmm. uh, grab a drink on a deck like that. And uh, and uh, so uh, last week there was a lot of humming going around because folks saw that uh, they were cleaning up the old red dock and sanding and, and, uh, and cleaning it up, and people were wondering what was going on. And we all found out yesterday, day before, that uh, we're happy to say that Tony is back. Mm-hmm. Tony Amato is back, and the red dock will be open Memorial Day through Labor Day, as we see on the website there right. for Tower Marine. And uh, so we're super excited uh, to have our bar back. Um, uh, you know, when they closed, um, they decided to sell all their memorabilia. <laughs> they did that at Capizo uh, Studio there, and they had an auction, kind of like silent auction. Right. And and uh, they uh, they sold all the all the great stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the shake and wiggle sign sure. from the men and women's room. I yeah. mean, you know, stuff like that that we all remember. So... You're listening it there at home, and you have a piece of memorabilia that you purchased. I would suggest – now, you know what I would do. I would give it back to Tony. Time to give it all back. Uh, absolutely. We have to, <laughs> we have to uh, re-retro and uh, get, the, get the stuff back there one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I do want to say, though, is when you know, they were closing, um, I think people realized why it had to close because, you know, with the transi- transaction – I mean, you had to go in with a, a clean slate and everything like that. And I think uh, Matt and Cindy Peterson took kind of a public beating. And I didn't think it was fair. And I'm, I'm hoping people realize they only did what they had to do based on the big picture. You're you absolutely know? right. And, um, you know, it was time. You know, it's like, uh, you know, having a house and, and you're deciding, you know, do I want to keep this, invest in it, and and, and, and keep going? Because it, it was time. It's time for a facelift. Right. Um, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and th- they did get a beating up, which was very unfair. It really was. Um, uh, because we, we know that RJ Peterson for what, almost 20 years was trying to sell that. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at it as him doing, his father would be proud. Absolutely. Um, RJ would be absolutely proud because that was one thing that RJ was moving towards was selling the Marina as well. So, well, in the end, and putting it in good hands. Right, well, that's exactly my point is safe Harbor. I mean, that's the number one marina provider in the world you're correct and they are a subsidiary of sun communities if uh-huh. you're not familiar with them no i'm not they do they do housing developments uh all over uh-huh. they have 172 communities in michigan wow so my thought is they may be looking at douglas saugatuck in the township area and thinking hmm making more investments in the area or as you would i would say Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll um, say I'm very excited. Yeah. Very yeah. excited. Yeah. You know, uh, they they do things right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, and they've it, got the money. They've got the muscle. Absolutely. You know, to do what you know, make make changes, make upgrades. Yeah. And I I understand they've already been doing things, uh, working on upgrades yep. to the docks. Uh, you know, the infrastructure, that being the docks and 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 all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're really taking a serious run at it. And I know, and my, I, 
I, I don't know. I don't have any comp. But my feeling is, from what I understand, is there's going to be expansion of docks, which this area desperately, desperately needs. Right. And, uh, you know, they've got some prime property there because that area between the marina and the red dock is just ripe for, for sprucing up and developing. Sure, so, sure, sure. More docks. Yeah, more docks. More docks. We've got, um, uh, 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 along, along with that, you know, um, the butler is also expanding right, as well. Right, And uh, there's a lot of hoopla about that, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, uh, I've got to say that it was time for it to grow. You know, growing pains can be hard. Sure. And we all have memories of the old gazebo and the old deck there, uh, doing shots from the Shotsky and listening to Don Middlebrook. And, sure. uh, and uh, but, uh, but, you know, it was time for a change. Right. And uh, I've got to say, I'm quite impressed with what they're building over that there. Is, that's amazing over there. to see that going on. It might not be popular by everybody. From what I understand, there's uh, one of the condos in the area um, uh, that is above where my old store was, Del Sol. Um, uh, uh, one of the condos there, w- the owners, was mentioning that they've lost about 60% of their water view now. Well... <laughs> If you if your view relies on somebody else's property, fingers crossed and good luck. Right. You know exactly. Um, exactly. If so, you want the view, buy the land. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. And I don't mean to sound pompous, but a lot of times that's what it is. Well, if sure. Somebody buys that piece of property; they're entitled to do with it what they want to do, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's just the nature. But of But you've beast. got a lot of folks that like to tell other people what to do with their money <laughs> and their property. You know, and tell me about they'll it. find all kinds of reasons to justify oh, what they're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't cut, don't cut that tree down. I love it. Well, you don't own it. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to remind everybody that the Tri Community Recycling Committee. I want yes. to. There's a lot of things I want to get out in our first half hour. I'm going to try to um, uh, before we get into our guests. But the annual Household Hazardous Waste uh, Day uh, collection event will be held for residents uh, at the city of Saugatuck and for the city of Douglas and the Saugatuck Township. So they're for all residents. Uh, in the area from May 24th, uh, on May 24th, it's one day only, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., and uh, that's coming up. That's that's this Tuesday. And uh, just a reminder, um, and it's from 3 to 7 p.m., um, what is household waste, and, and what, what, what are you getting rid of? Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, agricultural, landscaping chemicals, automotive fluids, uh, cleaners and solvents, those kinds of things. Building, remodeling uh, mater- uh, materials, you know, like paint thinners, uh, oil-based paint strippers, removers, adhesives, wood preservatives, things like that. Uh, rechargeable batteries, those are things that you can take to hazardous waste. Um, household batteries, um, unwanted expired over-the-counter prescription medications, it's a good way to dispose of them. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to flush them down the toilet anymore. You know, folks used to do that and uh, uh, back in the day before they knew any better. Really? Um, yep. And, um, and uh, smoke detectors. Okay. Um, uh, those, are, those are things that you can take there as well. Um, the event's going to happen all day long. It's going to be at the Saugatuck DPW, which is located on Blue Star Highway there uh, right next to the fire department. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, there'll be folks there. There's uh, there, you, also household and electronic waste. There's an additional fee for that. 
Uh, televisions are $20 to dispose of. Com- computer, computer monitors are $20. Uh, car batteries are $20. A small AC unit. Dehumidifiers, those are $20. Um, and uh, and uh, just to let you know, um, and do not bring latex paint. Latex paint is water-based, which means it's not hazardous. You know how you can throw away latex paint? I found this out. Use yeah, it. Yeah, no, well, yeah, yeah, you could use it. That's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, you give it to Mike Johnson. You know, you could oh, give it to, yeah, you know, you could, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, yeah. I mean, sure. But you actually, it's, um, uh, you add kitty litter to it, is what I understand. And adding kitty litter to it and letting it soak up, and then you could just throw it in the garbage. Oh. Interesting. So just so you know, acrylic paint, major appliances, no large appliances. Don't take your freezers or refrigerators, okay. microwave ovens, large air conditioners, uh, uh, or kitchen items such as blenders, toasters, bread makers, etc. Um, so they want you to remain in your vehicle at all times and to show the individual at the station your driver's license so that they can, they can ensure that you have an appointment. You have to make an appointment to drop off these items. And you'll sign up to participate there at their site. Um, your best bet is to go to their Facebook site at Tri-Community Recycling Initiative, and that's on Facebook. You'll find out all their information about has, or Household Hazardous Waste Day. Um, you can also go to the Saugatuck uh, City website. They'll have it there as well. Um, but to sign up to participate, if you've got your pen out, you'll have to follow bit.ly slash nohazards. So that, that's the uh, link uh, to uh, to uh, sign up to throw away your hazardous. Now I, ha- I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this at council. I know t- the three communities are ponying up mm-hmm. uh, with with cash money, yeah, so that they can do this. Um, now, one of the things I want to clarify, and and people should probably go to the Facebook page, website, what have you, but. I know it's for Douglas, Saugatuck, and the township, but I'm wondering, can people from Fenville participate? That's a good question. And, and um, like maybe uh, Hamilton or something like that. Yeah, from what know? I'm from what I'm reading, it's it's strictly Saugatuck, okay. Douglas, and the Saugatuck Township area, okay. and and so it's just this area, okay. um, which is why you'll have to show your license uh, okay. when you register. Um, and uh, when you pull up to drop things off, um, because it's an initiative that you, our cities, mm-hmm. invested in. I don't mm-hmm. think that Fenville invested in that. So but they're our friends. So of course they are. Yeah. And um, and so perhaps they've got other household okay. hazardous waste days. We'd have to. Well, if somebody's that. listening, Garnett or Kathy North, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. Shoot us a note. Shoot us yeah. a text. Shoot us say, a text. Hey, they Let can or no, they can't. They can or can Well, you know, if I lived in Fenville and I had something, I'd call my friend in Saugatuck. Well, there is that. <laughs> say, hey, can you drop this off for me? <laughs> um, of course, you can always drop off your batteries at both the city hall. Um, uh, and then you could do, like, if somebody says, hey, I want to bring a TV and uh, they charge 20, you charge them 25. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know wow. I mean? Well, you've got, a, you've got an idea, a plan there going. <laughs> um, you know, next weekend's Memorial Day already. We're God, only a week away it? from Memorial can Day. You yeah. believe it? I know. I know. 2022. Mm-hmm. Lord. And uh, Tom was busy yesterday. 
was packed. I was I was really <laughs> surprised because it was rainy all mm-hmm. day long, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw people out shopping and having a great time here in town. Douglas was chocked full of activity. We had Art on Center. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Art on Center Art was on in Center. downtown Douglas, yeah. and uh, it's just great to see. I mean, after everything we've been through, to see towns packed. Yeah, and I think we're going to see a huge resurgence this summer. Right. You know. So right. I'm right. Looking forward to it, but my look. Memorial Day already. Come yeah. on, man. Uh, I know. It goes quick. Um, you're the mayor of Douglas, yeah. and we found out that there's a grant. There's some kind of grant Ooh. going on. What's what? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, uh, as the community knows, excuse me. Hayward. <clears throat> right. Uh, the, al- well, I'll, I, I don't want to say albatross, but it was just sort of a, an eyesore, uh, just as you rolled into town. So as everybody knows, the building's gone. Uh-huh. We had an amazing uh, thing happen with that. It came in ahead of schedule and way under budget. And then in the meantime, we got turned down for the grant last year. Mm. So this year we thought, okay, let's take the building down. Let the EPA know that we're serious and we're going to do it. Love to have your help, but if not, you're not stopping us. <laughs> and lo and behold, uh, they came through with the grant, $500,000. And... Uh, now the next phase, because everybody's wondering, oh, what's going to happen? With what's gonna... Well, the next phase we have to do is now excavate the parking lot and underneath and get the contaminants removed. Okay. And what what's happening now is the EPA is testing to see the the contaminant levels. Mm-hmm. So if it is above fifty parts per million, that's high concentration. You have to hike it over to Detroit. Okay. If it's below, you have to hike it up to Coopersville. Ooh, so, so that's 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 big a, difference. Yeah. And uh, so we're waiting to get those results, and then we'll get a game plan, put a bid out, and uh, you know get started on the the rest of the remediation. So that's about a half a million. Is that what half is a million. that? And and so that half a million will go towards cleaning up the area. <clears throat> exactly. Uh huh. So yeah, there'd be no development. There, you're not going to build a park. You're not going to. Well, I mean, we don't know what the next phase is going to be. That's, you know, we're we're just at this point, uh-huh. and then, you know, we'll get to a point here in the not-too-distant future to say, okay, the finish line's in sight, what comes after the race, if you will. Right. And then we'll, you know, talk to the community. We're going to have a, uh, we'll have a, a, are you ready for this? It's called a charrette. A charrette. A charrette. Sounds like a, sounds like a girl group from Detroit back in the 50s or 60s, well, charrettes. You know, possibly. Um, but, what, you know, that's just a basic big public community discussion mm-hmm. about what people like to see. Okay. And then, uh, and I wanted to know, are we going to have charcuterie at the charrette? I would want charcuterie. Well, we at should the have charcuterie at the charrette, yeah. shouldn't we? I, I believe that. I I, you so. know, one of the things that made me go to the art club event at Capizo Gallery as well as the uh, Investment Classics event yesterday, were the nibbles. The nibbles. Got to have some nibbles. Uh, I'll tell you, Borrow Time has wonderful charcuterie. They do. When they brought it out, I, you know. That Owen is amazing. You know, and they do this. Owen is the the chef there. Okay. And and he does a great job. Well, and amazing that, you know, the waitress that we had, she was so wonderful in describing all these you know, wonderful ingredients and things like that. It's so lost on me. I'm like, honey, it's a it's, it's a piece of salami to me, but <laughs> uh, but it's delicious and it's great. But at any rate, uh, no, we're very excited about Hayworth. I mean, it just just makes a world of difference with the building being gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, what's cool is we have people 
uh, when they were coming back from Florida who left and it was still there. And now they come back and it's like, Oh, wow. So we're going to have the same effect with our, you know, our annual visitors who are now coming and like, Holy cow, what happened to the building? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it already, it looks a lot better than does. what it does. And you know, the funny yeah. thing is, uh, Mike Raleigh, a friend of mine, said, you know what's amazing is you can see those trees. So right. there's a tree line right there. So it makes it right. look, you know, that, that's that green aspect to it. Well, so. you know, and, and just to let everybody know, if you're a newbie and you, you don't know what we're talking about was the Hayworth building there on Blue Star mm-hmm. across the street from the Dunes Resort. Right. And, uh, and it was a factory, and it was uh, uh, kind of um, – uh, 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 abandoned for what seven or eight years mm-hmm. or something, and then uh, you purchased it for a hundred thousand right. from Hayworth. Right. The uh, city of Douglas purchased it, right, and uh, finally demolished it. And it was an eyesore, it really and was. Uh, everybody complained about it all the time. And uh, it was nice to see that removed, um, as well as that restaurant next to it that we all love so much, the Calico, the Calico from back in the day. But mm-hmm. it, it had become uh, kind of almost abandoned again with uh, different kind of businesses trying to uh, use that space until the car drove into it. <laughs> <laughs> drive through. Yeah, so it's kind of nice to see that whole area clean Well, up. and not only that, when you think about Green Core, it used to be an abandoned car wash. Yep. Now it is a jewel. Uh, Isabel's, they've done a great job with their property. Beautiful. So that whole yeah. little area all of a sudden is like popping. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so. we just, you know, just want to have something really, really... Uh, cool. Um, we noticed the uh, changes with the uh, with the bike path. Yes, indeed. Um, and uh, that kind of uh, uh, made it a little bit wider mm-hmm. as we're going across the bridge, and uh, was much needed. Everybody uh, uh, was happy about that. Right, it looked right. like, yeah. Well, the first thing we did, we, we just simply walked it and said, "Okay, where where are the problem areas?" And I know everybody, hey, rip it out, this and that. And I'm yeah. like, it's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, more people use it than people think. Yeah. And I know because I sit right there on my deck, have coffee and watch them. Right. And yes, I see the bikers who are going north on the old 37. They do. You know, some people I, do. Some, yeah. They do. And uh, it's just the way it is. But I love to see the families and, and the people walking and biking right. and everything. It's just beautiful. Right. And uh, so remember, as you crossed the bridge and came into town, there was that little, I called it the camel hump. Where you had to kind of skirt around. Oh yeah, we all back. remember that sign. Remember, oh, remember the sign. It lasted only a couple weeks, and yes. there were at least five or six directives on one sign. Something like, you know, well, telling you there was an arrow there, arrow there. In fact, people took pictures of it. I, I want to make a T-shirt with. Oh, it. there are T-shirts. Oh, did they make and t-shirts? coffee cups? <laughs> okay. So at any rate, we took out the camel hump, so it's a straight shot. Right. Um, at Union and Blue Star, we pulled back the curbs to mm-hmm. give more turning radius. Right. And then going, if you're going down to the Red Dock or Union Street launch, we took those curbs and, and cut them back. Right. And then did the same thing at St. Peter's, mm-hmm. um, where it's just simply a lot more room. And it, it's made a great impact. It has. And, uh, and, you know, I take that route a lot when I'm doing rounds and, and no longer are my tires being eaten by curbs. I know. <laughs> Poor Bill McGee up at the shell. He's like, hey, I lost some business. I said, well, I'm getting fewer complaints. So Talk about Bill McGee. Today is the first Coffee and Cars oh, event cool. going on. And uh, if you're listening, stop by the shell, the Douglas Shell, located there at Center and Blue Star Highway. And they'll have all their classic cars. I know John Vanderbeek will probably come out and show off one mm-hmm. of his, his fancy cars. Right. I know CJ likes to go as well. 
um, uh, had the opportunity uh, last week to go for a little ride with CJ uh, in his uh, the yellow monster. What 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 kind of car is that? A- Dodge Coronet. What year? 66. 66. Nice. And um, there was a, a boy from Fenville, um, uh, it was last Monday, um, who is uh, in a wheelchair. Okay. And he, got a, a, he just passed this big assessment oh. and uh, loves hot rods. So oh. the community reached out and put on Facebook that they'd like to have a little drive-by, you know, with a bunch of classic cars. So CJ came and picked me up. And uh, and we went for a ride. Oh, it was awesome, by the way. That is fantastic. Um, and uh, he 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 knows how to handle that car. Um, I I had no desire to drive it whatsoever. My friends were asking me, "Hey hey, did he get? Did he let you drive?" And I'm nope, no, thank you. No, I, I like to be a rider, but yeah, I'm not uh, gonna uh, that. automatic or standard. Uh, automatic. Automatic. Okay. And, well, there's uh, no challenge in that. Right, right. It's the well, it's the stick shifts that so, you gotta. There's a little work. So we show up. Yeah, so we show up, and and um, and the kid didn't go to school, so all the all the car oh. people, I know, they were all sent back to. <laughs> we were all sent back, but um, but uh, but we made our effort, um, and uh, had a lot of fun with that. Um, it's getting close, and and we're getting gonna get close to break. But before we go, uh, an event was just posted, uh, uh, just yesterday, I believe. Um, it's a uh, new event, and it's uh, you know they've done this before. Uh, but because of COVID, they weren't doing it a whole lot. It is the uh, Saugatuck Douglas Fenville, the SDF Eat Group. They're a group of restaurant owners that have gotten together to keep the taste of Saugatuck going. Remember the taste of Saugatuck? Oh, man, that was wonderful. It used to be a huge event. Felicia Fairchild would uh, facilitate that from the CVB. Right, right. Uh, the CVB dropped that event and was picked up uh, by the uh, this new group called SDF Eat. And uh, borrow time and, and other folks. I know Kimberly's a part of that. Kimberly Bale and her right. husband, and um, and uh, they're going to be having an event Sunday, June fifth. That's not far from now. No. Nope. Uh, Sunday, June fifth. That's two weeks from today, one to four p.m. at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. You'll enjoy signature dishes, craft beverages from restaurants, wineries, cideries, and breweries. Um, all in one convenient location at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. Of course, they'll have their bar open, I'm sure. Uh, food and beverage makers from Saugatuck, Douglas, and Fenville will come together for this event and uh, alongside with live music by the Schrock Brothers and Yard Games. You know the Schrock Brothers, oh, right? Oh, of course. They at Mark Schrock. He yep. owns that great restaurant in Fenville called mm-hmm. Salt of the Earth. Wonderful food. Been meaning to get back there. Haven't been there in a while. Um, and then uh, the event will be sponsored by Century 21 of Affiliated uh, Douglas and Saugatuck. We had uh, Liz Ingle on the show last week talking about the Pride event. We've got details of the Pride event, and uh, that's coming up as well. We've got details of other events as well. Um, admission, by the way, for this event, for the Taste uh, event brought to you by the SDF. have a lot of uh, cool local art and other items donated that will be available both online and in person. So the auction is held online. People that are present can bid. People that are anywhere in the world can bid. We're going to have local food and drink. Farmhouse Deli is bringing tacos. Uh, We'll have local beer and wine. Uh And um, music by the Strapping Owls, as well as Dee Dee Alder, another local musician. Yeah. So it's a great time out at the farm. You can meet the herd. We're going to be doing some guided herd visits um one program i didn't mention earlier when you and it came to me right when you said you know oh hanging out the horses sounds great in and of yeah. itself 
We also do herd meditations on the first Friday of every month. Uh-huh. And um, these guided visits during the party are, are that, do, akin do, to that. So the, the horses sit like this and go, and you, you go, they mm, pretty much do. You know, so and- we have a guided meditation <laughs> where the, the group gathers and sits. And uh, Jenny, uh, our partner, leads in a guided meditation to kind of ground everybody. Very often the horses draw in near. We're sort of adjacent to their arena at that point. And they draw in near. They really respond to that. A group of people finding their zone sure. and then uh after that we walk into the pasture and have a walking meditation where people can kind of just go chill it's very peaceful and uh very little instruction and everybody takes what they will from it and it's um it's really cool and so we're not doing those during the party itself but we are doing guided uh herd visits so if somebody uh-huh. wants to pet a horse and say hello and hear a little bit more about what we do that's one one way to, to take it in and and we can find out a lot more about what you guys do. I, I I'm fascinated by it actually, um, I, and also uh, food by Farmhouse Deli. I mean, yeah. that, that, that that's a good thing there. Love love Christine. Uh, she does a great job there. Um, why horses? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I you know, why 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 horses? Why why is that a great way to, you know, teach collaborative um, uh, leadership? Well. One of the reasons, like I mentioned, is that their um, their instincts are natural and present and ongoing for them, and their instincts are very much born with herd dynamics. And mm-hmm. so they're in this family unit where they're constantly navigating uh, communication with one another and their outside world. As animals of prey, they're highly tuned, where to them, anything that's upset in the herd or if there's a threat, you know, whether or not, like our horses are... are relatively safe and not necessarily dealing with outside threats but their dna still has them saying listen uh, harmony and and um sort of this collaborative sense of what's going where are we going to go to eat and are we good and are we going to move here we move there who's who's leading that is an ongoing thing for them and they're very good at it and it's all nonverbal communication and so when we enter their space um client or otherwise they're that whole process starts to starts to churn and they they bring forward things in this in this natural way it's it's interesting as as we've been doing this 20 years and i've talked about it a lot and it's still sometimes tough to put into words because it's a little bit of a you know when you see it but they are uh expert communicators that are uh kind honest and not judgmental and so they provide a space for you to know what you want to change, how you want to change it, and they even identify when you got it. You can feel things shift when you say, oh, I need to think of it differently. You have these moments where they'll move in a way that recognizes those shifts. Because horses are really empathetic. Yes. So for a group of people, if there's tension in the space, you can often feel it or see it, and then when, when that gets resolved you see and feel that too wow wow um the red horse porch party spring fundraiser will be saturday that's less than a week from now but you guys got a lot of work to do yeah uh, may 28th that's 5 p.m to 10 p.m advanced tickets are available at the website you can go to redhorse.red slash events uh to find out how you can get tickets as well um of course walk-ups are welcome uh yeah 15 is a suggested donation and uh, food and drink is for sale as well. You guys are located at 6169 122nd Avenue. 
there in Fenville. Um, but, you know, it, that's that's your main fundraiser. I, w- I was also reading, you know, that this fundraiser is supporting financial assistance for individuals and organizations to participate in Red Horse workshops and retreats and uh, groups like uh, mental health providers, students, nonprofit organizations, aspiring aspiring professionals, developing leaders. And so this is a great thing for highly sensitive people, too. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and uh, and uh, how big is your building? Um, uh, uh, you've got a big uh, indoor um, arena, you said? Yeah, it's a covered arena that's sort of pavilion style, so it's open air, but but covered, and that's uh, 65 by 130 or so, so wow. that's a nice big covered space, mm-hmm. uh, which is great for retreats and working with the horses. That's that's a space for people to come together. It's also an excellent uh, plan for outdoor event where, you know, rain or shine, we've got we've got space to hang out outside. And then the treehouse is a little smaller, but it's comfortably fits about 20 people if we were doing 25 people if we were doing a meeting or what have you. So mm-hmm. there's a couple bathrooms and a nice space to hang out. Wow. And wow. then there's plenty of outdoor space to to chill and and take in beautiful Michigan I don't know. Spring, summer, what do we call it these days? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's dry. Well, you know, Did you see the forecast this week? We're in the 50s. Yeah, uh, well, and Saturday for the 28th, it looks like sunny and 70. It looks gorgeous. Well, it's got to be gorgeous for so this. So we're, yeah. we're ushering the, the nice weather in. It sounds like a really fun event. I'm going to try to make that this Saturday from 5 to 10 p.m. Um, also, I was reading you have another event coming up called Thrive Story Retreat. Yeah, uh, 2022. I think, and this really helps to describe really a lot of what you do. Um, it's a retreat for highly sensitive people and people recovering from pandemic loss, grief, or trauma. That's June 24th and 25th. What's that about? Yeah, so that is a sort of an all-day retreat. It combines horses. It brings in art and therapeutic art, and it's working through the chakras. So there's this guided process and. Um, really led by Ula and Jenny. And, and what's great about it is, you know, therapeutic art isn't about being an artist or creating something uh, for the art of it being seen. It's creating something as part of expression. And uh, it is a really grounding, um, you know, transformational workshop where um, there are diff- the, the process takes you between, you know, talking through ideas but also expressing uh part of what you're going through in art and then going out to the horses and then coming back and so it really kind of moves things through and helps people um maybe gain access to insights and thoughts about what they want to do what they want to change what they're going through um and it's a really remarkable thing it was created um kind of at the you know, from the process of going through uh, the pandemic and the shutdowns uh, with everything else we did, and it's been very remarkable. So we're excited to see that kind of come to life. And um, people, it, it's maybe won't, it's tough to say because there's so many different experiences we've been a part of, but that has been identified as, as one of the most transformational uh, experiences mm-hmm. that people have had. Mm-hmm. There is a lot going on out at your place. <laughs> I know. You know, and, not, and I. That's a lot of responsibility to be saddled with. Yeah. Uh, oh, there he goes <laughs> yeah. again. Jerry's it's like he's a Jerry. comedian. I know. It's like you, you would think he was. Um, <laughs> now you know why I'm in Westphalia on a Saturday night. Right? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's, that's Who takes care of all these horses? You and your wife? And, and Yeah, we have helpers. We have some uh-huh. volunteers. And uh, our 
you know, our partner Jenny is very involved with the horses as well. And um, they have a lot of friends, and they also live as a herd, so they're they're outdoors most of the time. They have shelter available, but they're instead of being stalled, they live as a herd, which is great for the work we do because they're constantly engaged in this process. They have a lot of uh, room to move, right. um, but it, it still does involve care. But it's it's one of those things where we've lived with them for a long time, and and it's sort of extended family. So. Cool. Cool. Um, your your wife, she's a therapist. Her name's Ula. Yes. I love that name. It sounds like a like a famous European model. <laughs> well, she sort of is. Ah. She's uh, born and raised in Denmark and Oh wow. And now here in uh Fenville at Red Horse. That's you know? a cool name. Um and and uh, and she's a, a licensed therapist yep. and, and so she helps in the process and in the therapy uh as well, right? Yeah. So she's providing individual and group therapy. Uh, as well under her practice, the Sundance Center, which is kind of adjacent to and collaborative with Red Horse. And then when we're doing, um, you know, professional work or teams, there's still an, an importance to having a mental health uh, professional on board, not because you're doing therapy, but because you're not, because this work can get deep. So it's important to sort of steer, you know, when you have work groups together, uh, just like when you're in the office and working together, it's important to kind of understand the lanes and the boundaries and how to not crack something open that shouldn't, that isn't the appropriate time or place for that to be explored. So a mental health professional can kind of help um, make that a psychologically safe environment to do deep work, mm-hmm. right? Because it can still be very personal and it can still be very... Um, deep and connected when you're working with people mm-hmm. on important things but it's important to give everybody their sort of uh, personal framework and emotional safety right no more horse jokes i'm out of them but <laughs> one of the th- is I, is I the listen- trough is run dry hey now <laughs> okay so one observation in, in listening to you um there are so many companies with employees working remote doing yep. the zoom thing that you know there's companies who employees really haven't met one another right so this would be a great thing for them to say okay we're all going to come together uh and 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 meet each other and in a way towards it's interactive based on you know with with your programming I exactly think that'd be ph- phenomenal I, I i i'd like to attend one of these i know laura at mill pond realty she had bid on one of the uh events yeah and, we're working on them coming out right and okay. and she's going to have the employees and which i'm a part-time employee with her so i'm anxious to see what this is all about because i sure. think it's great and uh well, you know laura she'll take the reins <laughs> enough jerry Giddy up! You're gonna nobody. Nobody's gonna listen to my show anymore if you keep this up. <laughs> I'll stop. But Jerry brings um, up a great point and uh-huh. something that I want to emphasize, which is that sure. there doesn't have to be anything wrong to come out right. and benefit from a team retreat. And, okay. And introductions is a great, you know, like seams and and like a big project starting or wrapping or a new team member coming on board or just because you want to do it annually those are all really good reasons uh, to come out like we had a incoming president to a a school group a a multi-school group um, Uh come out and it was you know the uh, it, it was very true in that terms of that person got to know their team on a deeper level in an afternoon it would that would have been months of interaction on a a regular basis and so uh it is very effective for that because you 
the horses have a way of just getting to it mm -hmm. uh, in a different way. Yeah. Somehow they know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Red Horse Porch Party Spring Fundraiser. I'm gonna I'm gonna remind everybody it's this Saturday. It's gonna be a great event. You got farmhouse deli food. You've got the art and other cool stuff, artful auction, and that's going to be online and in person. Of course, their website is Red Horse, www.redhorse. And we'll have beer, wine, and cider. We'll have at least uh, Fen Valley wine, Ooh. Uh, Modalis wine, uh -huh. Waypost Brewing, Crane Cider, wow. as, as well as some others. Well, yeah, well, you with the, with the brewery background, you probably know everybody in town that's brewing. <laughs> that's and, right. and so, yeah, you have them all coming. Um, uh, and that's 5 to 10 p.m. You guys are located at 6169-122nd Avenue. If for some reason I don't pre-purchase tickets, I can buy a ticket. That's right. Walk-ups are welcome. Um, mm -hmm. You can do it online if you want to take care of it that way. You can just show up. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we look forward to seeing people. It's a, it'll be a great day here in the in the area. And, uh, Fred, uh, you, you, now, if I want to if, if I want to help out, maybe I can't go to this event, or maybe I am going to this event, but what are other ways that I can help out? Well, we have various volunteer opportunities. It can be physical, working on the farm, uh, either helping take care of the horses, or we have plenty of other needs in terms of upkeep. Uh, we have some volunteer opportunities posted on the web. We're also looking for grant researchers and grant writers. Uh-huh. Um, you mentioned earlier you saw Ula because she was begging for money. And it yeah. has been an interesting shift from the uh, professional world as a beer evangelist to the nonprofit world because it does include this need to fundraise and look for grants, look for sponsoring organizations, and looking for people who just want to help. Yep. And we can, <laughs> we can use it. The, uh, as you mentioned, there's a lot going on. There's lots of responsibilities. So anybody that wants to put in some time, uh, I think – you know, one of these pandemic shifts has been how much is done virtually. So grant research, grant writing, marketing, helping out can be virtual and it can be coming out and and mucking, uh, keeping the pastures clean and, and helping take care of the horses. All of those things are welcome and they can reach out to us via the web. Yeah. So interested in volunteering. What's your phone number? 616-283-6634. Uh, 6634. Give them a call if you're interested in volunteering. Will you guys also take a check? Absolutely. Okay, just wanted to know if you would just we'll, take a we'll check. We'll take it any way you want to send it to us. <laughs> depends Depends from who. <laughs> That's right. Not from Jerry. Fred oh. Boltman, thank you so much for being on the show and teaching us a little bit about what you guys do there on the ranch. Yeah. Uh, we'll be uh, making that event. Now stop by Saturday as well. Saturday, May 28th, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., the Red Horse Porch Party. And Idiot. uh yeah, find out what yeah. it's all about. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Yeah, you're welcome. And check out their website again, redhorse.com. And uh, thanks for being on the Red show. Redhorse.red. Redhorse.red, actually, for the Red Horse Center for Collaborative Leadership. Find out how horses can make you a better person. You got it. Thanks a lot, Fred. And we'll be right back. Hey, we've got we've still got cigars and cars on the show. So we're Loving not it. done. Loving it. Uh, uh, Those I saw are two Steve. entirely new categories of puns for, yeah. for Jerry to work on. These, I, know. I can see the gears are already turning. Yeah, he's already working on that. And, and he brought in his beautiful wife, Steve Thomas. And uh, and they're going to be on the show. We're going to talk about he was on right before they opened. Now they're opening. And they're smoking cigars all through town. He'll be on. We'll also have Ron Levine from Investment Classics. So stay tuned. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. With Gregory Muncy and Jerry Donovan. We'll be right back.
Need a lift? This is Phyllis Ife from The Inner Urban. We are a public bus system offering door-to-door service in Sagatuck, Douglas, and Sagatuck Township seven days a week until 7 p.m. Try our prescription delivery service or ride to Holland and back every Tuesday. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet-friendly. We're the go-to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269-857-1418 and ride with The Inner Urban today. Are you looking for fresh flowers? Back to the Fuchsia offers fresh, unique floral arrangements, green and blooming plants, locally crafted, fresh coast candles, and more from Back to the Fuchsia. Check out their website for ideas and delivery options. That's at backtothefuchsia.net. That's F-U-C-H-S-I-A. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back to the Fuchsia, located in the old hardware building across from the post office in Saugatuck. A delightful getaway is closer than you'd expect. Charming Sagatug Rentals has three great locations of various sizes that's within walking distance to coffee shops for the morning and the bars in the evening. Sagatug Apartment is perfect for couples and girlfriend getaways with a year-round hot tub. The Craftsman sleeps six or go big with the Douglas Historic House that sleeps eight. All rentals have on-site parking. Find Charming Sagatug Rentals on Facebook for details. And if you say Gregory sent you, we'll make sure we add in a special gift. Mill Pond Realty is in need of homes for sale in Southwest Michigan. Laura Durham from Mill Pond Realty should be the first name you think of when a need to sell arises. Mill Pond Realty is a local, family-owned business. Laura Durham has been serving the community for 40 years. Call 269-857-1477 or online at millpondrealty.com. You can relax knowing that Mill Pond Realty can make the entire process seamless and smooth from listing through after the closing. Call 269-857-1477 or visit online at millpondrealty.com. The van is everywhere along the lakeshore. Thanks for making us your choice at work, home, or on the road. 92.7 The Van, WYVN, Saugatuck, Holland. You can play in our same, work on your team, do about anything that you want. When the sun goes down, this is our beach town. And thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van, where we do it live every Sunday, high above land sharks here in Studio B. And we're watching everybody. Hi, folks. All of our uh, visitors are waking up now. They're getting up from their hangovers from their Saturday night and, uh, and, and hanging around town. want to remind everybody that uh, coming up here June 1st, that's just around the corner, um, is the schedule of events start for the Community Pride. June 1st is going to be the Rocky Horror Picture Show here at the Women's Club. Just show up. Hope you can get in. It's free. The event's free. Now, on, July, on June 2nd, Drag Bowling Party. On June 3rd, uh, Greg Baird at the Global Lecturer there at the uh, Sagatuck Douglas uh, History Center from 5 to 7.30. That's also a free event. June 4th is the big part of the event, is the Pride Caravan Parade. And uh, they'll be parading around town for the LGBTQ community. Was it? Wasn't I good? You like, were very I good. always usually mess that up because I always want to put G in the front. You know, G L. 
You got you know, it. You nailed but, it. But, right. Um, and then uh, and then June 4th, uh, they're going to follow up uh, with uh, Pride in the Park uh, from 12 to 6 at Beery Field in Douglas. All are welcome. The uh, entertainment, they'll have mainstays. Dixie Longgate, you know, that gal from the Tupperware oh, yeah. parties and yep, all that? Yep, yep. That drag, she's so funny. I've taken my mom to see her before. Um, and uh, she's going to be the uh, parade marshal, the grand marshal. And she'll be there performing there at Pride in the Park as well. They'll follow up with Brunch at Borrowed Time on June 5th. And then, of course, the Tea Dance at the Dunes Resort on June 5th with closing ceremonies. To find out more about Community Pride, just go to Facebook to go to their Community Pride page. There's still time if you want to be a vendor, if you want to set up uh, uh, one of your businesses, and you want to represent yourself to the community uh, for a booth there at the uh, Pride in the Park. Give them a call. You can contact them through their Facebook. We had Liz Engel on last week, and you can contact them there if you'd like. So. One one thing I'd like to interject is uh-huh. uh, while in town in in Douglas, Saugatuck Four Pride event or anytime, uh, take a stroll down Center Street because Douglas, Michigan, is the home to the only uh, gay pride memorial garden. In the United States. Oh, and where is that located? It's right next to the old library. Right. Uh, thank you, Larry Gammons, right. who built it. And uh, it's it's beautiful. And uh, it's the only one in the U.S. It was kind of, he dedicated that to Carl, is that he correct? He dedicated it to Carl. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, they were the original owners and uh, of the Dunes. At the Dunes Resort, of correct. the Dunes Resort. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did it. It's absolutely gorgeous. Right. But I'm just fascinated that it's the only one in the United States. Oh, you that's kind of cool. So don't forget to yeah, visit the take park. a stroll through, and, and people buy uh, memorial plaques dedicated to someone of the LBGT community who has passed or what have you. But it's very, very it's wonderful. Right, so. right. Well, it should be a great time. Um, uh, hey, don't want to waste any time. No. So let's get that disco ball down. We've got our next guest in right now. Here it goes, and they're working the runway. You'll hear it with those headphones, and. <laughs> Whoa, she is working. Hello. Rachel Thomas Hello. is in the house, and she is smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's Steven? I don't know who Steven is. Rachel, you're taking over. <laughs> Steven Thomas and his wife, Rachel Thomas, are here from Stogie's, the new uh, cigar place in town. We had you on the beginning of the year before you opened, yes. and now you are open and smoking. Yes, we are. We're having a ball with it right now. Yeah. And, uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Stephen Thomas, you're one of the owners, and you've worked at the Kent County Road Commission for 28 years. Yes. So Loved every minute of that. Started when you were 10? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm not very old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with the Kent County Road Commission? Uh, when I retired, I was superintendent. Okay. So uh, when I first started there, I started off as a driver, uh-huh. um, apprentice driver, and then just kind of worked my way through the ranks, as uh, most people do. And I had a terrific uh, time doing that. I've worked at, we have, uh, we had four different garages. I've worked at three of them. I never did get a chance to get up north. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great time. 
Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. You, um, you're, you, you've been a cigar smoker for almost 15 years, right? Yeah, about 15, 20 years um, when we were able to still kind of smoke in the trucks, you know, when we're out plowing snow. What, you what? kind of light up, light up a stogie at that point in time. Oh, sure. That sense has faded away. So. Right, right. Um, what, what made you decide to pick up smoking cigars, uh, what, 15 years ago? I mean, I started smoking when I was a kid, you know, but, um, but uh, which was longer than 15 years ago. What, what made you start smoking cigars? Uh, I think it was, you know, I used to smoke cigarettes and, um, you know, I got rid of that. And I don't know. It was just one of those kind of things where it was just kind of cool. Guy mm-hmm. gave me a cigar and I smoked it and it was like, huh, that's a little bit different, you mm-hmm. know. And then as time went on, I got into the uh, the mechanics of getting to know more about cigars right. and then started getting into the premium cigars and I was hooked after that. Uh-huh. So Now, when you smoke a cigar, you don't inhale it, do you? No, I think inadvertently you end up doing a little bit you know like Uh for me i blow out of my nose right so that increases your palate a little bit more okay uh, and a little bit faster too Uh um you'll end up uh i don't know probably sneezing and your nose will run a little bit more (laughs) until you get used to doing it so Uh but uh yeah instead of uh blowing out of my mouth like i used to do you know i started doing that oh probably about a year ago Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, it increases your palate a little bit more. Uh, Rachel, um, you're his lovely wife. I've been following you on Facebook, and I oh. love to follow your adventures <laughs> with your girlfriends. You, you're having way too much fun. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I have a ball. <laughs> <laughs> and you encouraged him to open, to get involved in this, right? I did. I did. He now, was, what, kind uh... of, what kind of gal is going to say, hey, honey? Have some cigars. I, you usually get the wives are like, ah, put it out. You know, oh, she's sitting there thinking this will get him out of the house. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. She gives me a lot of grief sometimes. <laughs> a lot of grief. Uh, yeah, he, his dream was going to start when he retired, and I said, no, we're going to start this today. You know, oh, okay. We're starting Aww. it now. Yeah, know? why wait? Yeah, why wait? Yeah, why you do know? it while you're still young? Absolutely. I Life think that's is not great. promised. We're not waiting ten years to do this. Right, right, yeah. right. Now, Rachel, what do you do? Um, I'm a salesperson. Oh, okay. I sell people. So I'm a little bit more exciting than Steve. No. Really. <laughs> oh, wow. That's why I, I kept pressing him to have his wife on. I've been wanting to meet you. All right. <laughs> I'm going out now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm in staffing. I work for Spartan Capital Group. Oh, well, you know, there's a lot of people here that could use you. Oh, I've got a job for them. <laughs> yes. So, so I pretty much work um, pretty much the state of Michigan. Okay. Um, with all positions. I primarily focus on accounting and finance. Uh-huh. Um, however, I have done registered nurses, quality engineers, um, all kinds of stuff now. Oh, okay. So you you find jobs for people? I do. Companies wow. hire me to find the top talent in the area. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. very good. And you work here in Michigan? Or? I do. Okay. Well, unless I'm in Florida, then I, I work in Florida. <laughs> I asked that because I see you in Florida a lot. <laughs> I do. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm able to work wherever I, I feel. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys Where do you guys reside? Where do you live? In uh Kalamazoo or Grand Rapids? Grand Rapids, Kentwood, area? Michigan. Oh, Kentwood, of yep, course. Uh-huh. Where, whereabouts? Um, right off of Forty Fourth Street. Okay. Okay. I lived and, at 60th and Kalamazoo for uh, years. We oh, used to, okay. yeah, we used to live over there. Did you we just sold in uh, last yep. October? Princeton Estates. Yeah. Over in that okay. Area. I was in Crystal Springs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on, on a golf course, and I don't golf, <laughs> but I knew nobody was going to build behind me. So. <laughs> um, what what kind of uh, uh, Stephen? What kind of uh, what kind of cigars do you guys sell? 
We sell nothing but premium Black and Miles? Oh, no. <laughs> the Black oh, and no. Miles? No. <laughs> and, and no, they don't, make, they don't quite make the cut. Okay. It's, it's uh, all premium cigars. Even our um, cherry and chocolate and vanilla and rum-flavored cigars are 100% Nicaraguan. And they're hand-rolled as well. So basically... Those uh, particular cigars are made up of our our branded cigars, which are Nicaraguan as well. So they just chop that up, and then they put it into those cigarellos. So we, we sell all sorts from uh, Honduran. We sell uh, Dominican and, of course, uh, Nicaraguan. We can't get Cubans yet, but I tell you, whenever they uh, allow that, we'll let the, uh, the riffraff drain out, and then we'll start uh, – trying to get some of those if that ever happens. I had a friend give me a cigar once, and he hinted that it was Cuban, but he wasn't allowed to say that. So, <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes... I still have it, actually. Oh, really? I wrapped it up. I don't smoke cigars. So it's wrapped up somewhere in a box or something. But I know I still have it. It pops up every <laughs> once in a while. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to get, get that one. baby humidified so it'll yeah. be nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I should. Um, uh, uh, I should. I should dig it up and give it to you and, and, and ask you if it really is. You would know. Um, what, why Sagatuck? Why, why, why decide to come to this town? Well, I tell you what. Um, what was that? Last year, we uh, took a boat trip down uh, from uh, Muskegon down here to Sagatuck. And, uh, you know, we went out around town, and the first thing I do when I come to a new place, you know, I mean, I've been here before, but it's been a while ago. <laughs> so we st- I started looking for uh, a cigar shop. You know, I had some with me, but, you know, it's always kind of good to uh, patronize the uh, town that you're in, things right. of that nature. Sure. And then also... Um, you know, maybe find a new cigar or whatever. Right. So as I got it, uh, got to going around town, I did not see a cigar shop. So right. I got to thinking, it's like, huh. Right. So as I lit up my cigar, I had a drink on the boat and everything. A little bit later on the night, I got to talking to my wife. I said, do you know that there's not a cigar shop around town? So a <laughs> few days later, you know, then she started saying, well, you know, we had to think about uh, doing something like that. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of wanted to wait till I retired and all that. And then that hence the story. Well, you had to do it now. So I told her, I said, well, you know what? If it's meant by God, you'll find a building. So start looking for one. Uh-huh. So the second time around, she found a building. and. Wow. History uh, started right there. That is a very cool location. It is. I, you guys, are... I was in. I was in there. They had an art gallery there for a little while. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know, something charming about it. It's a one twenty ninth Griffith Street. Their right. unit one hundred one. It's in that new three story building behind the Mexican restaurant and Grow. Yeah. And sure. um, terrific yeah. food there, by the way. Yeah, Grow has <laughs> oh, great right, food. Right. And by the way, you're around some a lot of great food. We've never had a bad meal at Traverna Rosa. Oh, no, the um, steak is. So good. Yeah, yeah. The flank steak. Yeah, that, yeah they, everything. Huge meatballs. Oh, we oh, love gosh. those meatballs. Don't get yes. me started with that. Oh, that, oh those are awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, and and uh, so you guys are open every day now, or what are your hours? Uh, eleven to nine, uh-huh. and we're open uh, Sunday through. What is that? Sunday? Uh, no, Sunday through Sunday. Um, we're closed on Monday, so Tuesday through Sunday. Oh, I from see. Eleven to nine. So you take a day off on Monday. Trying and to. You're uh, you're there every day, aren't you? Pretty much, because yeah. I don't know what it is about UPS, but they always want to deliver on Mondays. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course. What about Tuesday? I'm already yeah. there. Right. So right. a lot of times I'm I'm yeah, I'm pretty much there. And if if the store if I'm there in the store it's open, so mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now that you guys are open, do you have any new cigar items that that you're introducing or bringing out? 
Anything oh, new? Oh boy! Yeah, yeah. I we see do. a lot of guys out there now. You guys, it's not, it's not. Is it also a lounge or is it just a store? Because I see a lot of guys out there smoking. You yeah. have the you have the area, a sitting area out out front there. Yeah, we do. We we have uh, a few uh, tables and chairs out there where you're able to get uh, about four. You know, and we, we may be able to uh, get in the common area right in there, right along the grass. Uh-huh. You got to do a little bit of work there and uh, put in some uh, wood chips or something like that, and then maybe be able to set uh, a few more people right there. But for the most part, it's right out in front of the building where we can have a little bit of um, cigar smoke. And we had a few guys uh, come out yesterday, a few friends of mine, which I really appreciated. They came out, um, smoked some cigars there, and uh, we've had a few of our other customers kind of do that same thing. But, uh, you know, as far as some of the newer cigars, um, I was really excited. Uh, There's... uh, Two of them, we got in some Island Gems. One of them is the St. Andreas wrap, and the other one is Maduro. So I had been trying to get those when we actually first opened. Okay. But they were uh, they were out of them, and it took until, what, two or three weeks ago for me to actually get them in. Uh-huh. But the ones I'm really excited about are the um, uh, the Placencias, the Arte, uh, Arte Forte. Okay. And then uh, we've got in the Fuegos that go along with those. Those are so good. Actually, that is one of the first cigars I smoked here when we got off the boat. We were headed oh. into Wicks. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my wife said, hey, you guys, you know, come on in. I said, well, I just lit up this cigar. And as I got the, uh, you know, puffing on it, I was just like, oh, my God. God, this thing is awesome. So about an hour later, they come back out. Are you coming? As I'm not going anywhere until I burn my lips on this cigar. It's got to be totally done. So I stood out there for like two hours. I danced by myself that night. Oh, gee. Oh, but that cigar was amazing. Well, you know, interesting to hear you hear you talk about it is that's, you know, so husbands can go and, and kind of collaborate and hang out there while if the ladies want to go shopping. Type of thing. Exactly. Uh, That would be cool. Um, Women and cigars. Okay. Is there... Yeah, is there a thing that women smoke? I've seen you on Facebook with a cigar in your hand. Yeah, but it's not. It's, yeah, it's not burning. I'm it's a, just, it's a, oh, you're just, you're See, I would be the same way. Yeah, yeah she's, yeah, she's more of a prop. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Right. There's a couple of movies where in one of the... Like, the lady is, you know... And I'm, I'm thinking, wow. You know? Women in cigars are very big. Is it? Very, yes. very Probably big. just as big as the men. Wow. Isn't yeah. that it, something? It, it gains so much traction. It, it's really uh, crazy because I've just uh, met a, a group of women uh, out of Muskegon, actually, and we were um, getting the boat ready to get dropped in the water yesterday. So they came all the way down, and they were so happy and so giddy because I uh, brought a bunch of cigars with me. So I said, well, you know what? I'm coming down to Muskegon, so if you want me to bring you some, they're like, yes, yes, bring them, bring them. So and we're actually inadvertently going to be uh, doing some stuff with them. So they're starting like a cigar... Uh, party, if you will. Okay. We're still kind of working on that, so we got a couple events to deal with them in uh, in um, in Muskegon okay. coming up in uh, June, and then we have another one in July. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so we, they, so we need the Women and Cigars Facebook page. Oh okay. yeah, keep that going because you know one thing, one thing about cigars. I think there's a big sort of uh, misconception from people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's about the experience of just sitting back. You know, it's like, okay, I'm totally relaxed. I'm totally chilling, you know, uh, and, and it's just whenever, like, you'll see something on a lot of times, like Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. okay? 
He's in Chicago. They have all these cigar shops there. When I, a lot of times I'll see him being interviewed at the cigar shop. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of yeah. high-profile celebrities who, you know, during various productions, they'll, they'll be in the And I just say, those guys look like they're in such zen. Yeah. And they and they are, typically, because that's that's why guys really, and women, too, you know, they, they generate towards It makes me wonder that. what's in that cigar. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know what? The stem, that's where a lot of your, well, that's where your nicotine comes in through okay. and then kind of branches off into your plant. So depending on the type of cigar that you smoke, um, you, you know, you can get quite the little buzz off. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Sure. okay, now so, we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, go ahead. You know, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, that's what we try to provide is that, that luxury experience. Right. You know, and that's yeah. hence the premium cigars of it all is because, you know, when you're sitting back, you find out a person's flavor profile okay. and they're sitting there and they're just like, Oh my gosh, it's such a great cigar. You're just sitting there if you're having a drink or whatever. And you're just, you know, you're just in heaven, so right, to speak. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, well, and, I, and, I, and I envision somebody like, okay, getting getting some people come in, mm-hmm. get your product, go down and call, uh, Coughlin Park, uh-huh. sit at the gazebo, and just, or I'll sit out on drink. the lawn. You know, there's a Coppercraft. I know they've got the right. uh, license now. There's several restaurants the here district. in town yeah. where you can buy a drink and you can walk around. Um, you know, if you just want to drink bourbon and smoke a stogie, um, you know, you know, you can do that as well because there's this huge event that you guys are doing uh, at Pumpernickels. Is that right? On Thursday night, starting in June. Yes, and I can't wait. I'm excited about now, that. Now, I know Phil's excited about that too. Right, he loves to make the craft cocktails there, and so I could have a nice cocktail there uh, with my cigar. There is it going to be upstairs on the on the deck outside, right? Yep. So it's a private party, so you can do it exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that that that's what's going to be so cool about that because he says that he makes uh, some really he's he's going to actually be bringing in some really nicer uh, bourbons like he doesn't already have some there already right, right? right. so uh, he's going to be uh, uh, doing that so my job is to bring the cigars there and try to match up to those bourbons uh, really well and. You know, it, it's going to be a really good time. So we've really been promoting it out of the shop. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, people are like, oh, I can't wait. I mean, we've got people coming from Grand Rapids, sure. <laughs> Muskegon area. They're just like, oh, I can't wait. So I would think you'd be a big hit with the Bowdies crowd. Oh, oh yeah. The Bowdies you know, crowd. Bowdies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, too. You know, people that like a good steak like oh, yeah. that do like a good cigar. Oh, and that, yeah. now this starts, cognac and a cigar. Uh-huh. You, can't, you can't beat it. Right. Now, these start in June. Uh, that's uh, uh, pump at Pumpernickels, uh, June 2nd, 9th, 16th, and 23rd. And that's from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. every Thursday night. And so you'll be there, and you'll have... Uh, you'll have cigars for purchase, right? Yes, yes, and, we uh, will. Uh-huh. And but no black and miles, right? <laughs> no, bla- no black and miles. I, I'm not even going to act like I even got some anyway. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll, I'll I'll bring out you know some flavored cigars or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. because people do like the flavors, and. Um, yeah, but no black and miles. More Swiss or sweets. That's right. Um, you know, what's uh, around the corner is Father's Day. Ooh. And I saw at Valentine's Day, you guys weren't quite open, but you already had the gift basket selling. Yes. And I saw several people, friends on my friends list, buy 
uh, little gifts from you guys. So are you guys doing anything special for Father's Day? Yes, we are. We're going to be having uh, Father's Day baskets. Uh, one of my uh, partner wife, she does an amazing job of uh, doing all that because that's what she, uh, you know, does. Uh-huh. And then we have a lot of accessories in the store as well. Mm-hmm. So I know I have to do a little bit of ordering when I get back on uh, on Monday just because we, <laughs> we got hit pretty hard again, I think, this weekend. So, right. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's been fun doing all of this. See, and, and people need to pick up their Father's Day gift game. Yeah. Some mothers, what'd you get mom? Beachfront property. Yeah, right. <laughs> what'd you get dad? Well, we chipped in on a tax. Right. You know. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Stokies, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, you guys both walked in with your uniforms on. Uh, a great shirt, by the way. Love this Thank shirt. You. I'm digging a hat, you. man. I'm and digging a hat. Too. Oh, yeah. You got you to really check out our, uh, the saying on the back of that. Cigar smokers appreciate a good butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> can, can cigars box? Can cigars box? Well, I tell no, you. No, but a tin can. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, Jerry. Well, you know he had to try to get one in, right? Well, you know he's a professional comedian? <laughs> well, Did people you know were that? thinking like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I like him. Thank you. <laughs> See, somebody appreciates me. <laughs> um, uh, coffee and cigars for the boating season. What's that all about? Well, a good friend of mine's uh, Marco. He owns a... Um, uh, coffee, uh, sh- well, he has actually owns a few coffee shops, but uh, Mayan Coffee, it's one of his, uh, yeah, it's really, really, really good coffee. Comes yeah. out of Honduras, and it's really. It's really cool how they grow this because they don't they grow at an elevation on top of a mountain. Wow. If if you can picture this. And he came in, a good friend of mine, Maurice, uh, they know each other, and uh he brought him down to the shop. And what we're gonna try what we would love to do is when guys come out, you know, have a cigar in the morning, if they kinda wanna sit there at the shop, you know, we'll kinda do this hot pour system where you can actually have a really good coffee with a cigar. Oh nice. And Oh, my gosh, because coffee does go really well with a nice cigar. So, you know, that's kind of one of the things that, uh, you, you know, we want to try to pull off during the uh, during the summer months, especially for boaters, because, you know, they're up early and they're thinking, you know what, right. I'll have a cigar. But, well, you're not doing it on the boats. Well, right. You know what, maybe I can go over there real quick, mm-hmm. have a nice okay. cup of coffee and, you know, we'll make you one. And, and, and you're, you'll get those fresh roasted beans and, and yeah. grind them and then make that cup of coffee. He'll, he'll yes. bring those beans like Juan Valdez on the back of a, of a donkey from the mountain. <laughs> you, you know what? You, right you laugh, that. but that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> because they got to get them off right. of the top of that mountain to get them down yep. to the uh, to the vehicle so they can get them out. So uh-huh. yeah, and Mayan, uh, what is that? Uh, www Mayan Coffee? No, Mayan Buzz. Mayan Buzz. MayanBuzzCoffee dot com. So um, yeah, check that out. He's got a nice, uh, beautiful website, oh, wow. and he kind of explains a little bit of how he comes about doing all that. So r- uh-huh. really cool guy. Yeah, he actually came to our. Um, to our open house there and hung out for a little while okay. and did some explaining about all that. But mm-hmm. now you, you, you reference boats. Um, uh, do you have a boat? 
Yes. Yes, they just put it in the water. What do you have? That's her name, Uh, Big Sexy. Big Sexy? (laughs) (laughs) You named it, right, Rachel? No. No? Did you buy it with that name? No, I came up with that name. Uh, Our other name on our other boat, I named it after her, was Sexy Leg. Okay. So this time I said, well, we got to go with something a little bit uh, different. What kind of boat is it? uh, It's a 40-foot cruiser yacht. Oh, that's a nice boat. And where do you you dock it at? Uh, We're out of Harbortown in uh, Muskegon. Is, okay. That's our home port. Okay. So as soon as we finish the radio station, I'm going to leave my Jeep here. She's going to take me all the way down to Muskegon. Then a couple buddies of mine, Dave and uh, Bill, we're going to come all the way back down to okay. Oh, okay. and try to get it here. So uh, hopefully if we can get some you are gonna be a seas, we'll be good. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, nice. I was just, you know, that's great because I was going to say network over there at Tower because all the boats and it's a captive audience. And I, I just envision kicking back on the boat having a well, cigar well there's such a TV. culture with boaters you know everybody is is always talking to each other all you got to do is sit out on the deck with a nice smelling cigar right. there you go and the people will come running yeah, <laughs> yeah that smell travels yeah, what, what's, what's slip number 247. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be where I'll be all summer yeah. long. There you I'll go. Out Come on boat. out. <laughs> I'm in 339. So oh, okay. Right across from me. So oh, perfect. We'll, we'll be hanging out. Can you drive yes. a boat? Because he'll be dry, He'll be working a lot. So I need somebody to... Oh, yes, no, I can. Okay, okay, perfect. Yes, oh, I can. I have the outfit and everything. Awesome. I've got the, the captain's hat. I'm, I'm all good to go. Okay. Yeah, you, you'll either think I'm good at boating or I'm your waiter at Red Lobster. <laughs> but I do have the outfit. Um, Stogie's premium cigars uh and and uh check out uh their events coming up that june all through june you can go to pumpernickels on thursday nights from 6 to 10 p.m uh and you can have a cocktail with your with your cigar um premium cigars are located at 129 griffith street unit 101 go check them out thanks for being on the show Stephen. thank you for having us thank you for for bringing your lovely wife I've always uh, wanted to be on a radio station, so now I can cross it off my list. That okay, off that's off your bucket list. list. Thank <laughs> you, Rachel. You guys are great. And and don't go anywhere, because now that we're done with cigars, we're moving on to cars. That's right. Ron Levine is in the house, and we had an opportunity to visit Investment Classics. What a great place. Have you, have you gone there yet, Stephen? No, I haven't had it You have to check out this place. Neon. He's got neon artwork, all kinds of fun. So you're going to have to oh, listen. wow. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van with Gregory Muncy and my co-host Jerry Donovan. Hello, hello, hello. We'll be right back. Do you have a vacation home that sits empty a portion of the year? Have you thought of receiving income when you're not able to spend time at your property? Then phone Mill Pond Realty at 269-857-1477 to learn how the rental guests can turn your home into a lucrative investment. If you're looking for a smooth process to make your home into a vacation rental, Laura Durham from Mill Pond Realty is the call to make. Call 269-857-1477 or go online at millpondrealty.com. 
Need a lift? This is Phyllis Eif from the Inner Urban. We are a public bus system offering door-to-door service in Sagatuck, Douglas, and Sagatuck Township, seven days a week until 7 p.m. Try our prescription delivery service or ride to Holland and back every Tuesday. Our buses are wheelchair accessible, have bike racks, and are pet friendly. We're the go-to to get to where you want to go to. Call 269-857-1418 and ride with the Inner Urban today. A delightful getaway is closer than you'd expect. Charming Sagatug Rentals has three great locations of various sizes that's within walking distance to coffee shops for the morning and the bars in the evening. Sagatug Apartment is perfect for couples and girlfriend getaways with a year-round hot tub. The Craftsman sleeps six or go big with the Douglas Historic House that sleeps eight. All rentals have on-site parking. Find Charming Sagatug Rentals on Facebook for details. And if you say Gregory sent you, we'll make sure we add in a special gift. Are you looking for fresh flowers? Back to the Fuchsia offers fresh, unique floral arrangements, green and blooming plants, locally crafted, fresh coast candles, and more from Back to the Fuchsia. Check out their website for ideas and delivery options. That's at backtothefuchsia.net. That's F-U-C-H-S-I-A. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back to the Fuchsia, located in the old hardware building across from the post office in Saugatuck. Sagatuck on Sunday here on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van. This is Gregory Muncy. We do this every Sunday morning to tell you all the great things happening here in the Sagatuck Douglas area. And I uh, want to thank our wonderful co-host, Jerry. Jerry, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Any any exciting shows coming up, Mr. Comedian? Uh, right now, kind of summer hiatus coming on. Uh-huh. Um, we'll have, so I, I have a new venue, the Paw Paw Playhouse. I heard about the Paw Paw yeah, Playhouse. I've yeah. been wanting to go out there and check you out. It there. is the coolest little venue. Uh-huh. It's, it's a little theater, and uh, we just have a blast. Who would have known? In Papa. In Papa. Yeah. And three kids, I'm going to say. Uh-huh. Everybody to me is a kid. Yeah. Um, bought it, renovated it, and they're not from Papa, but they're, they have children, and they decided to get out of the chaotic, you know, big city raising kids and decided Papa. So here we are. Oh, that would be interesting. We'll, have to we'll do it through the then. summer. Where do I find out your schedule? How do I find that out? Just ask your neighbors. Just ask your neighbors. No, like that. No, uh, JerryDonovan.com. JerryDonovan.com. Very and that's original. Your schedule, yeah. Yeah, great. And I'd like to take a drive out there sometime. Please. And uh, check it out. Uh, talk about driving. Well, and you're going to MC one of these shows. Well, yeah, I know. You've been trying to get me to do that. Yeah, but talk about driving. It's time to uh, introduce our next guest. And uh, he corrected me. And, you know, I'm, I'm good about mispronouncing names. <laughs> I want to welcome to the show, Ron Levine. Thank you, Jake. I very much appreciate being here. I love having you here. I, uh, Ron Levine. I, I, I pronounced it Levine because, you know, I was thinking Adam Levine. Well, you know what? I met Adam about uh, three or four years ago, and I tried to convince him. He told me he was more popular, so it should be Levine. <laughs> 
what am I going to do? I mean, I, he's right. He is more popular. <laughs> Ron Levine, you own Investment Classics LLC. Just opened up. You had your grand opening yesterday, and it was from 1 to 6 p.m. over there at 3512 Commercial Boulevard in Saugatuck. You're located in those uh, beautiful um, uh, uh, the beautiful buildings. Uh, they're uh, like a storage-type unit buildings, but they look like luxury condos. It really, it really is a very interesting complex. I was kind of bumped into it when I found it. Um, uh, I had had a lot of cars in different garages in Chicago and and. and to be quite honest with you, I um, it's hard to keep track of all of them. <laughs> I actually went to a garage and it wasn't there. You know, wow. it's, it's all, I'm very happy to be able to uh, consolidate everything and have a really great spot in Saugatuck. My wife and I moved, have a home here three or four years ago, uh-huh. and we just love the area. I mean, I, I, was, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, yes. so my family, a big trip for us was South Haven. Yes. I mean, it was like an enormous outing. Sure. But a lot of fun. And so I've always had a special place in my heart for this area. Yeah. And and when uh, we resurrected the vacation spot and came back to Saugatuck, which I had never spent a lot of time in, I was so happy to be here. And um, I was always looking for a place in Chicago to open up a dealership and try and consolidate the cars in one spot and real estate and and. And the uh, Illinois state laws for licenses are a little more difficult than Michigan. Oh, sure. And plus taxes in plus Illinois. Plus taxes. So consequently, when I found this spot, uh, everything just fell into place. Uh-huh. So and, you've, been, you've been collecting cars and memorabilia your whole life, right? I've always had a you – know, my background is graphic arts and print. Uh-huh. Uh, I've always done brochures and printing for oh, yeah. some of the dealerships like Jaguar and Lexus. So I've always had a, a, um, a fondness for – Automobiles, and uh, I, you're right. I've always collected classic cars and tried to get my first car in 1979 was a 1956 Thunderbird. Yes, and um, still have a 57 Thunderbird and a 56 Thunderbird. Yeah, uh, I think those are just you know the iconic car of that era. Oh sure, sure. I think that um, if you say well 1957, I, I automatically think Thunderbird. Okay, if you're a car person, and. Um, the memorabilia goes hand in hand. When you go to a um, a car auction, Meekum, Barrett Jackson, any of these auctions, there's always a pre-auction before the cars of memorabilia. I believe really wholeheartedly that uh, car enthusiasts are memorabilia enthusiasts. I think it goes, you know, it's all sure. mm-hmm. down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yes, I've always collected memorabilia as a uh, counterpart. Uh-huh. The cars. You had all these storage units in Chicago, right? And so all, all this stuff is piling up, and 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 uh, and uh, your wife kind of encouraged you to. If it weren't for my wife and her parents, I wouldn't be here. I, just <laughs> I mean, she gave me just tremendous support and, and, and walked me through it and said, "You know, you'll do this." I, I have to tell you, Greg, when I brought all of the things up from all of Chicago and I laid them all on the ground and they had four blank walls. I said to myself, you are nuts. You, uh-huh. I mean, I, how are you ever going to figure this out? <laughs> and I guess being a graphic artist, I always thought, well, I'll lay it out. You know, be a nice layout. I'll do it on paper. Uh-huh. Not a chance. No. Yeah, right. I mean, I just put one up and I said, well, what would look good next to that? Right, And right. then sort of, that's how it sort of happened. And, and uh, I had a lot of great help here. Yeah. Uh, because I have no ability to hang anything. 
Yeah, <laughs> not, not whatsoever. I, you know, nails and they don't go along with me at all. Your your shop located at three five one two Commercial Boulevard. On display, you have a range of finely restored automobiles from the fifties and up on up to now the two thousands. We got an opportunity to go check those out. You've got that beautiful Thunderbirds. That that is that a Porsche that your drive your wife drives around in. We've seen three fifty six D Porsche, which she will not let me sell. Oh, it's beautiful. What year? No, it's a nineteen fifty nine. Wow. Oh, you should see it. It's mint. It's, wow. uh, it's beautiful. I gave it to her for her birthday in front of Bodie's about three years ago. And, really? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I surprised her with it, and uh, I I, uh, I knew she wanted one, and I had found one, restored it, and we brought it to Bodie's, and I put it in front, and I wanted to sort of get her off the scent that she didn't think it was, so I had a friend of mine put a California plate on it <laughs> just, just to make it look like it was some, someplace else. Right. Okay. And sure enough, she said to me, have you seen? Do you know who the owner of that car is? She's asking all the people about who owns that car. Who owns that car? Wow! They don't know. I said, "Well, guys, obviously from California, so he, you know, I don't know who he is." Yeah. And then after somewhere during dessert, I gave her the keys to the car, and I think I never saw her again. I think that was it. Off she went. And so the rest is, you know, that you know, is brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was kind You're of. You're making the rest of the husbands look real bad, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Um, along with the cars, you also have a huge collection of memories. Memorabilia, which I was very impressed with as he was showing us around the shop. Um, you've got neon signs from service stations. Um, you've got uh, signed jerseys from Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, outfits worn by three of the four Beatles. He's got the, the uh, 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 clothing by the Beatles. He's got albums. He's got all these album covers. Michael Jackson, Barbara Streisand, all, you know, all signed. How did you get such a collection? Um, most of them uh, okay. I, I bought through different um, auction sites. A couple of them have personal relationships. When I was in the printing business, I was actually producing a lot of tour books for different concerts, including Michael Jackson's concert. Oh, okay. And when he passed away, we had actually got a call from the Jackson family to really stop the presses. We were producing the book for London, and that Friday morning was on press. And they said to stop it, that he had passed away. Oh, even before it was even announced to the public, mm-hmm. and that they were going to send a whole new file in to use the same photography and create a memorial book, which had to be a Tuesday at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Wow. There's and you that, got it done on time? There is no no. Greg, in a situation right. like that, how do you say no to something like that? Sure. So we worked all weekend or whatever not, and had people on a plane and got the book sitting on the chairs. And, and interestingly enough, the, the, the children, Michael Jackson's kids at that time, held the book up in an AP photo was published all over the world, obviously. Yeah. And I'm getting calls. Can I get a book? Can I get a book? Oh. The truth is, it's not doesn't belong to me. It belongs to the Jacksons. Right. right. I mean, people think because I produced the book while Michael and I are friends, I know nobody. <laughs> you know I mean? I, <laughs> right. You know okay. I mean? Sure. But um, I held on to them, maybe 10 or 20 of them, for about 10 years. Sure. And a collector said to me, listen, I'll trade you this Michael Jackson's signed Thriller album for 10 books. Oh. And that's how I got that one. Really? Uh-huh. So, so, so there are some personal uh-huh. uh, connections to, to do those kind of things. That's kind of fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen the um, uh, Muhammad Ali uh, poster, which was signed by uh, it's one of the large paint posters. Oh, yes. And it was I do signed remember. by Muhammad Ali, a.k.a. Cassius Clay. It was right when he was changing his name. Wow. So that's Cassius very rare. Clay, was that his name before? That was his name oh, before. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and uh, he signed both of them, and that's very rare. You never see that. And in 1977, he lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to to um, print a, uh, a poster, a Leroy Neiman poster, uh-huh. um, oh, which was called Red Boxer, which was really Ali. Uh-huh. 
And um, we were doing, uh, for a charity event, Ali agreed to do, uh, and, and Neiman agreed, uh, to produce 150 of these posters, sign them, and sell them for charity. So wow. I picked up Neiman at the airport. He came yeah. in and approved it on press. The next day, I'm taking Neiman, 150 posters, to Ali's house. <laughs> I'm thinking myself, we're going to need more time here. I must, I, have, I must have arrived. But the interesting thing about it, when I met, I came in, you know, here's the heavyweight champion of the world. Sure. Yeah. I said to his manager, I said, well, what do I call him? Do I call him, you know, Muhammad? You know, how do you approach him? Heavyweight. Yeah. He said, oh, man, just call him champ. Well, I could do champ. 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 Baby. Yeah. Ali comes bounding down the stairs, and I put out my hand, and I said, how you doing, champ? And he goes like this. He grabs me by a shirt, and he says, who are you calling chump? <laughs> and I said, no, no, that was, that was, that was champ. champ. And then he said, in that big grin, and he said, I does that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they I set saw me that up. coming. There was no tomorrow. Hey, uh, real quick, I just yeah. want to interject on sure. the on the uh, memorabilia yes. aspect, okay? Uh-huh. So Father Stoppel did a wonderful story last week in the Allegan County Press. Mm-hmm. This is the only Western auto sign left in the United States. Wow, that's a very unique piece. It's in, is, still, is it still there? I mean, it's, it's still there. Really? It's in Allegan, and okay. I, we knew we were having you on the show. Okay. I saw the story. I called the guy okay. and said, what are you doing with that? Because they're getting ready to close. Wow. And he said, I don't have any definitive plans, but I just thought that Western Auto. That that, is, that's a classic. Yeah. So, if you could put the two of us together, I would love to talk to him. Um, okay. I can do that. That's his number Thank there. Uh, uh, Hunter's uh, Auto Repair in Allegan. Okay. Wonderful guy. And and he he just said, what they what happened is Let Western me see Auto that was, sign. That's really Western cool. Auto was closing. Okay, uh-huh. and I will tell you the older repair shops and that mentality. Oh. You know, you just don't find it. No, 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 no. And 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 so I thought this might be a cool collection for your for your place. Anything works. Anything sure. works. Anything there works. I, I'm open to anything that's met, that's that's old and, and has sure. a history behind it. Um, you guys, I met your. You have a, a special guy that does your uh, uh, assessing, right? Uh, because a lot of the items that you have, like when you talk about signed record albums and you talk about these jerseys and and some of these, you know, the outfits worn by the Beatles. You know, you've got to have a professional to know what they're worth, right? What, what it is in that world of, of memorabilia, especially signed memorabilia, it really is as good as the authentication that accompanies it, uh-huh. and and. Um, there are varying degrees of it. For example, when the, with the Beatle outfits, we have authentication from the Madame Tussauds Museum that Brian Epstein gave these to the museum in '64. It's been there all these years. Museum clothes. We have that in writing. Right. That's pretty strong. That's as strong sure. as you get. With the other George Harrison jacket, I have letters from the tailor D.J. Millings, who made all of these from his son. Actually, the father had been passed away, but who made who documented all of these. Uh, Beetle jackets in the 60s his father made for them and I had that documentation when it comes to signed albums unfortunately with the Thriller album you know I know what happened with it Right. I have documentation with it but again it becomes as far as the world of authentication yeah. well how would we know Right. I didn't get a picture of anybody, you know. Well, but your connection with the tour book, memorial book, that that's right. I, I would that rather, I'd rather that. have that than a signed piece of paper. Well, I understand. They, yeah. But, you know, to, to pass that along to the next guy who might yeah. be buying it, he doesn't have that connection. Right. And then you he know? might be buying it, selling it to somebody else and down the road. The and so, so it's really okay. a very, and I'll be very honest with you, I've met a lot of authenticators over the years, and a lot of them 
um, are, are not quite, how should I say, as honest as you would be because they sell their own memorabilia. Uh-huh. So they'll tell you, well, I don't think that's real, but I have one if I can sell you for $7,000. Uh-huh. So, you know, there has a conflict of interest in right. a lot of that era, and I think that that's a little bit of an issue. So it's, it's not quite as black and white but you might imagine. Yeah, I have the authentication. You've got to have those authentications, yes. right? Because yes. otherwise, anybody can scribble something. And, and, and what say, you met, what you met is a yeah. uh, the guy you met yesterday is an independent appraiser of all that kind of thing. Appraiser, yeah. And he was there yesterday. I had given him pictures of a lot of things because I want to get appraisals, if nothing else, for insurance purposes. Sure. And he actually was there yesterday to look at all the pieces I had sent him pictures of because he's now in the process of preparing final appraisals for everything. Uh-huh. And and uh, those are going to be the numbers. Um, you have quite a security system there as well. I do. And uh, and uh, you noticed that. I felt like I was being watched everywhere. Well, you were. <laughs> you, uh, love, when, you love being on camera. When, I do. But when we first walked in, you uh, introduced – I introduced myself to you and, and C.J. Badrick. He had to drive one of his old classic cars. We came out. And you had that Victrola when we first came in, and it and it was playing Peggy Sue. Peggy Sue, Buddy Holly. Oh, it's you know, an old '78. It's an old, old wind-up Victrola. Yeah, that, that's the way music used to be. Yeah. And I found it interesting because in 1954 through '56, uh, Buddy Holly, Elvis Presley, some of the you know, renowned artists of that time would make records on 78s and 45s. That's when the transition was coming from. Okay. Uh-huh. And if you walked into the record store when I was a kid, you know, when I was nine, ten years old. You said, I'd say, well, let me have this record. We said, well, do you want a 78 or a 45? They had mm-hmm. a choice. That's, that's the amazing. way that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Wurlitzer jukebox obviously plays all 45s. It's much newer, 1946. That was cool. It's mm. a beautiful, the old-style bubble jukebox with the uh, Wurlitzer. I mean, just gorgeous. And that's for sale, right? Yes. That, so almost everything is there. And you have uh, quite a selection of neon. As yes, well, quite a bit. A lot, I was a lot really of, impressed. A lot of automotive, a lot of um, uh, liquor. Uh-huh. Neons are very, very popular. I, I like the McDonald's Plague Place or whatever. Yes. Uh, I, 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 Kimberly told me I need to buy that for my bedroom. I had. Uh, <laughs> I tried to find a Ronald McDonald's, and all the ones I, I found were outdoors and beat up. Oh right! This is the only one I found that was indoors at McDonald's for all these years. Uh huh. And then I also saw a Big Boy. I have a big boy. Yeah, you've got a regular uh, big boy holding the sandwich, and then sure. you have a, a neon, neon big boy as well. Together, correct. You, uh-huh. you were very observant. <laughs> you, you, you actually, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering things that you saw that I, I forgot that I you had. You forgot about. Right. And, um, uh, and, and all of that neon is for sale as well. You yes. told me about that Ford sign. That was interesting. I, I, that Ford, now, a lot of neons, I have, you have to understand, Greg, some of them are originals. Uh-huh. A lot of them are not available. You could ever find them in decent conditions. So a lot of reproductions have been made. Right. Reproductions are always a little less expensive than the originals would be. I think the reproductions are just nice, nice if not nicer, because sure. they are newer transformers uh-huh. and they work better. And in the case of that Jubilee sign, the Ford Jubilee is an iconic sign. And it was, um, I think I have it for sale for like $6,500. Uh-huh. A slightly larger original went for sale at Barrett Jackson for 400000 I think the guy's nuts. But that's the original. But that was sold for four hundred thousand. Wow! And even when I saw that number, I said I must be misreading something. I thought forty thousand or something like yeah. that. But that's what it went for. Say, I, I mean, four hundred thousand versus a repro. I would rather have a reproduction because so I, I know it's going to last longer. For sure. Yeah, because neon is it can be pretty touchy, it's, but, especially the older. But neon. in the collector's market, right? You know, there's there's different, you know, levels of collection like everything else. Sure. I mean, right. You know. Um, 
Interestingly enough, in, in the in the classic car market, and I want to I want to get back. We do yeah. a lot of buying and selling and trading of classic cars. That's a primarily okay. I was the focus of our business. Okay, uh-huh. and in that market, you know, I try to tell people, you know, I love to talk cars. I'm one of these guys who, if you come to us with a, if you want something or you're looking for a car, you have to be able to discern a car that's smoking hot from a car that blows smoke. It's very very true. Sure. Really, and, and to look at them and to see what there are, you really don't know that. And, and, and uh, I really, really hate stories of people buying cars and they can't drive them because they didn't know. Well, they, know. they make the purchase based on pure emotion. Absolutely. And common sense right. goes Absolutely. right out the window. I had, my dad had one when I was a kid. I got to have it. I got it. And you're like, well, the valves and When the emotion and the gets that. involved, yep. there is no price tag. I, I had a situation about four or five years ago, two uh, guys had called. And they wanted to get their father a 64 Super Sport convertible Chevrolet that they that he had sold to put them through school. Oh, God. right. And, uh, you know, and we looked for one and we found a couple. And then I asked him if he had any paperwork. And he says, yeah, my dad had a. And we looked at it. And, and you know, Internet can do some amazing things mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. We actually found the car. Seriously. Seriously. It wow. Was a, it was in a cornfield in Nebraska. And the point of your jury is to make about emotion. The car needed about forty dollars or $50,000 worth of work. But... When it becomes such an emotional piece, there's yeah. no price tag. Right, right. And they did that. They fixed it up, and they gave it to him his 80th birthday. He broke down in tears. And the reality of it is, there's no price on that. It's priceless, mm-hmm. right? Because it's the car, right? And so, what a story. Uh, yeah. You know, those are wonderful stories, by the way. Right. Yeah. Not, not right. all stories work out that well. <laughs> but that one is it was a nice one, and you think about those things and. And so we'll be doing a lot of classic cars. We love to talk cars. I, I um, had two Mercedes. I think I might have mentioned you. Yeah. I sold the day before the opening. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, timing is everything. Right. Right. And, right. And uh, so we're getting a couple more of those in. So uh, and you can and you sell you sell these classic cars, absolutely. correct? The Thunderbirds are for sale. Yeah, I, I saw these cars are absolutely beautiful, and, and, Jerry. Uh, he has a nice collection of Thunderbirds. Um, you also have Porsches I and have a Porsche. I have, yeah. We have a Corvettes, and we're going to have a couple. Of my, I have a couple of Jaguars that are just being finished right now, nineteen fifty. One Jaguars, Ooh, are wow. really nice cars. They've been in restoration for a year. I don't try and get into really heavy-duty project cars that take a long time to fix, but these two are exceptional. Yeah, I have a buddy who has two Porsches: yeah, uh-huh. a front Porsche and a back Porsche. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <The comedian. laughs> so here's the question: all No kidding, more coffee for you, Jerry. All, all kidding aside, <laughs> so my dream car is a 67 Buick Riviera love it with the clamshell headlights beautiful you can find me one of those I, we can certainly try okay. uh-huh. and, it, it, and, and it, I have more fun trying even it, if we don't succeed I, exactly it's, 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 you know, it, it's like everything else it's the hunt right the I've, hunt owned, oh, sure. I've owned 55 cars in my life yeah and well then just, you are right a candidate you know, it's, and now it's, don't forget you can't put a price on his emotion right so no. you know and I, he, but my wife and can. he can't put a price on my, on my effort to find it right right that's <laughs> right so you have a, a certified appraiser to do the memorabilia yes you have a cert do you know a guy named tom nichols i don't know if i know is he from here well he's a certified classic car appraiser out of really? springfield illinois okay and my, at, at that time there was only nine nationwide and jay leno used to fly him out wow. to do his cars every couple years and update the inventory and all that stuff but I'll bet you know him. But I it's bet one I of those do. I bet I met him at an auction or something. Probably. Mm-hmm. Very possibly. Probably. And, and uh, my partner, Alan, uh, is um, an expert in finding these cars. He okay. would find one. He really knows much more knowledgeable than I right. am. Uh-huh. And we also are going to offer something which 
which a guy like Jerry who has cars or whatever that would be, we're going to offer. I don't want to say detailing. Detailing is a bad word. That's like a $200 detail. We're not doing that. Right. But we are doing a level of what I call restorative services. Okay. We'll do uh, ceramic coatings. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is more than cleaning it's cheesy not, Cheetos not, out, no, of the, out of take, the seats. I would take a car, <laughs> someone who has a classic car, and make it one step better. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll improve the paint. We'll do. We'll take the wheels off. We'll do all the calipers. We'll do the engine compartments. No, we don't do paint. We're not a mechanic, but we can make it. Okay. And, and it'll be a case-by-case basis because not right. all cars qualify for this kind of treatment. I don't want to do something that's not going to really make a car better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put someone in a position, and it really uh, bothers me somewhat, Then people buy these cars and they make them so pristine you can't drive them. Right. right. To me, I don't want a $100,000 trophy in the, in the garage that you can't. I want to enjoy them. I've never been one to sit and watch a car. But today, with the pandemic and what's happened, I believe people feel life is short. And I think that they're looking for different vehicles and different different mm-hmm. modes of investments and whatever and I believe that's where the market's at. Right. That's why that's why the collector car market has gone through the roof in the last year and a half. Cars yeah. that were, cars have gone up thirty, forty percent. Sure. Okay. Like everything like read like new cars, but even the classic car market. I mean I had a Mustang that I've had for fifteen, sixteen years and quite candidly, it was worth, worth about $35,000 a year and a half ago, and I just sold it for forty nine. Wow. I was just talking to a friend. He's got uh, one of the Ford trucks, a uh, 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 big souped-up one, much like uh, CJ's Ram, and uh, it, he paid eighty five for it five years ago. He could sell it today for sixty five. Five years ago. Just a regular Ford pickup truck. What did he pay for it? Eighty five. Really? Five years ago. It's five years old. I believe it. He could sell it right just like that for sixty-five, probably well, more. I bet probably more. more. Yeah, probably more if it's in good condition. Yeah, you know. but the car market is crazy. Um, now, you guys, um, you're open every day, or what? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, ten o'clock to eight p.m. Ten to eight, or by appointment if someone calls me. We certainly meet anybody. I'm not. I'm not rigid. Right, but. You have to post a certain amount of hours for the state of Michigan, and those are them. Sure, right. Okay. Uh, and you can call Ron Levine at 269-775-6000. You can make an appointment to check it out, or you could stop by Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. They're always, always, it was probably a good idea to call. When you're making and you're, leaking, you're thinking about a purchase like that, it's a personal experience. You wanna... And we want to be it that way. We want to make it personal. Right. I mean, I don't think... I think each situation is unique. Yeah. I think it's going to be different. And lots of great stuff. Like I said, when it comes to the memorabilia, if you guys are looking, you know, to, to, you know, fix up your man cave um, and uh, some of that neon that you have there is just astounding. I think, listen, I've always been a big advocate that the only difference between men and boys is the price of the toys. (laughs) I think I will probably go down as thinking exactly that. I think that really sums it up as what the, what what it's all about. Isn't it interesting the people we've had on today? Yeah, come here, fall in love with it, open up businesses, move here. You know, everybody's doing their their dreams. Yeah, it's a passion. You know? and yeah. I think I think when you, I think nothing substitutes for passion. Right. Yeah, you're right about you that. Know, I think um, it kind of it kind of just it continues right along uh, uh, as we as we get a little bit older. Have more appreciation for oh, the finer yeah. things in life, you know. Sure, sure. I think that's, that's right. I found it interesting yesterday that I, I was kind of teaching people coming in. I said, "Well, you have to have gray hair to get here." <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of old, well, a lot of people fifties yeah. and up. And and the truth of the matter is, I, I believe the collector car market, certainly the neons, is really ageless. 
Yeah. I think anybody can appreciate that. Well, the investment aspect, I mean, everybody sees what's happening with the Dow and all that stuff. Sure. The cars and real estate are a different animal. Well, yeah, sure. Those Absolutely. are safe. Inv- and they're fun. Sure. It's you like, know, I, I agree. Don't buy it to put it in a garage. You buy it to drive it. It's like gold. Um, uh, Ron Levine, thank Ron you Levine. so much for being on the Greg, show. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having us. This has been a lot of fun. I, 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 yeah, yeah, so fascinating. We really enjoyed our visit at your shop yesterday. Go check them out. 3512 Commercial Boulevard there in Saugatuck. And it's right behind the Saugatuck Dune Rise. Google has not given us their grace and, and found us on maps yet. <laughs> so I, I have to tell people... We're right behind the Sagatak Dune Rides, a block west. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And the harder the find, the more I want to get there. Well, right. Uh, until people get frustrated and they say, well, I don't know where the hell you're at. So <laughs> <laughs> Open Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and other days by appointment. Always call first if you want to look sure. at something. Yeah. You want to talk about pricing. And if you're somebody that collects memorabilia, um, uh, boy, they've got, they've got the selection there. So give them a call at 269-775. 6000 for Investment Classics. Great, great addition to our community. Absolutely. We don't have anything like this in I West Michigan. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's, really always, that's great to hear. Really, don't. No, yeah. I, I was thinking, well, about the area, and I was talking to CJ, and we're thinking, like, Grand Rapids. Is there anything like this around here? So I think it's a great addition to the community. Welcome. Much, much appreciated. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We'll do this next Sunday, like we do every Sunday, here in beautiful Saugatuck. That sun is just looking beautiful, isn't it, Jerry? Get out and enjoy the day, people. going to be a gorgeous day. Thanks, Jerry, for being my co-host. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. We'll Wonderful be here time. next week. We've got um, Amazwi. They're going to be on the show, as well as Pretty Place Boutique. Uh, she's got an event coming up, a really cool uh, event coming up, and more shops and more people. Next week is Memorial Day weekend. We've got the parades going on. So tune in next week, 7 to 9. Saga back on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy saying happy Sunday fun day. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.